So let's get started. Very simple. If you have any questions, this is the time to ask them. I'm going to start by uh, answering three questions that came through the forum and via email last week. All right, let's get started. Let me share with you my screen so you can see them. Uh, there we go. Share. There we go. October 29. Welcome to our weekly planner call. And this is the first question for today. Number one, could you provide an example of an effective social media campaign, please? I assume similar to an email marketing campaign, such as five mistakes. Could you provide an example of an effective social media marketing oh, post, not campaign, post? All right. So there are different posts that we want to uh, use. However, I'm going to share with you one specific. Let me go to our system and show you exactly one that I recommend for everybody who's trying to do social media campaigns. All right. I'm going to go right here and I'm going to show you exactly what a successful post looks like. Very important. The post has in specific, in this specific, uh, hold on one second. Let me go here. It's not this one. So if it is not this one, email marketing boost. There we go. Here it is. I'm going to share with you specifically what it should have. Hold on one second. Ooh, there we go. Okay, perfect. I've shown you this before, but this question comes up all the time, all the time. So let me share again my screen with you. Here we go. Share. As you can see, this is a Facebook, not only post, but a campaign, all right? There is a big difference between a post and a campaign. Posting on social media should be just to remind your audience that you exist, that you are active. Remember, out of sight, out of mind. However, posting on social media, it's not enough. If you're only going to post on social media, do yourself a favor. Don't. It's very limited the reach you are going to have just by posting. So if you're going to invest your time on social media, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, you need to pay. Fortunately, it's not expensive at all. I'm talking about between $35 to $50 per week. And the beautiful thing about this is that your invest investment can be stopped, your investment can be increased, decreased in a weekly basis as you learn what's working and what's not. If you were going to invest on a postcard campaign, on an, a newspaper campaign, you would have to upfront at least fifteen to two thousand, fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars just for the first um, for, for the first campaign. But you know you gotta keep going at least four to six months. Fortunately, as I said, on social media, your investment is limited. It can be very, very low, 50, 35 to $50 per week. But you need to make sure that you invest money. If you don't, most people are not going, a lot of people are not going to, or very few people are going to see it. How do I know? You, you know it. You see, when you post something, very few people see it. All right? So this is how a campaign should look like, like a post should look like. So number one, as you can see here, for example, thinking about selling your home where it's not thinking about if you're in Miami, 
thinking about selling your home in Miami. It should be very specific, number one. Learn the five mistakes owners were, again, in Sunset Lakes. Repeating again, the area. You want to tailor that message to a very specific area. So learn the five mistakes owners in Sunset Lakes make when selling their home and how to avoid them. Again, the picture, it's not about the agent. This picture right here is just because Facebook shows who is sending it. But the picture is about what? Sunset Lakes. Again, the community, this agent wants to target this campaign for. Then stop. Oops, sorry. Stop. Do not sell your home in Sunset Lakes. Again, this is the fourth time. Sunset Lakes here one. Sunset Lakes here two. Sunset Lakes picture three. Sunset Lakes here again before reading this report. Download it here. Learn how to position your home as the number one choice for potential buyers. Where again? Sunset Lakes. The fifth time. And then www.sunsetlakesexpert.com. And then here's the call to action. Very important. He's not asking to like the post. He's not asking to comment on the post. He's asking the reader to download that report. Download. So automatically he can get the email name and phone number of the person who is downloading that document. The call to action has to be clear, has to be strong. When you, when you are doing marketing, when you're paying for marketing, you better pay for results. And the higher the result, the more specific the result you're looking for, the better. In this case, you want specifically their email. Ask also for their phone number and their name. But the key, it's the email. So you can take that email from Facebook and upload it into your what? Into your email marketing system. If you have Octopus, it will do it automatically for you. Octopus, our website and email marketing system that we have. If not, if you have MailChimp, Constant Contact, you need to automate it and input that content. But you need Octopus Agent, you need MailChimp or Constant Contact. You need some type of email marketing software that allows you to then start positioning yourself as the expert of choice. Right. So very, very, very good questions. And again, if you ask, if, if you put your question in the chat, I'll be more than glad to answer that for you. Here I gave you the information. By the way, this information that I gave you about Facebook is not only on Facebook. It's not about the medium. It's not about social media. It's about the message, guys. It's all about the message. What's the message you're delivering to your audience? Very, very, very important. All right. So. Salvador says loud and clear. Catalina says yes. All right. Vanessa says okay, perfect. So if you have again any questions about how to do marketing on social media, go ahead and post it here. In the meantime, I'm going to go to the next question. So think about it. What questions do you have about marketing in social media? What questions do you have about generating leads on social media? So Ekaterina asks, could you post articles? Where would you advise to look these articles? Where, well, Katrina, you can post articles definitely in a regular basis, but I don't want you to pay for the articles. All right. Good point. So you in your case, Katrina, you have Octopus and you have also the platform you are in coaching. So you have the articles from Octopus Agent and you also have very important in the lab right here in the in the coaching system. You have a section that it's called real estate news 
we post about seven to 10 relevant, relevant articles in a weekly basis. You have all the right to use them, all right? So make sure you post them on your social media. But again, I don't want you to pay for posting the articles on Facebook for generating traffic. I want you to create a very specific campaign and the campaign that you saw that you are the only campaign on Facebook that you can use to generate name, phone number, and their email, it's called lead generation campaign. Again, lead generation campaign. Very important question, Katarina. So there are two types of actions we want to take on social media. Number one, the most important one is what I just said, lead generation campaign, where you're getting something in return. The second one is for what? It's for presence, right? To make sure that we have the frequency and consistency, to make sure that we're in front of our clients. For those, Katrina, you can use your articles, right? You can use also the articles from the um, Miami Real Estate News or for the, real for the Real Estate News. But for that one, I don't suggest you pay because you are not actually getting something tangible back, which is, in our case, we want their email. Very good question. All right, so let's go to the next question that I got this week. Let me share with you the, uh, here it is. Where is it? Your entire screen. Share right now. Next question right here. Uh, oops, there we go. The next one from current. All right, could you provide samples of good domain names? Thank you. Uh, I don't know who wrote, Ali, Ali wrote that. Okay, could you provide samples of good domain names? So very, very good question. It's very common also for people to ask me those questions. Again, as you saw in the social media uh, post that I just showed you campaign, it's www, in his case, sunsetlakesexpert.com. Most or many agents, I see that they have their own name as their domain name that shows in the real estate site. Guys, and, and sometimes they do this because they think they're branding themselves. So here's the thing. Remember in marketing, when we talk about marketing, there are four steps to marketing, right? Number one is what? The first step to marketing is to capture the potential buyer or seller's attention. Attention. By putting my own name out there for potential buyers and sellers that most of them don't know who I am, OrlandoMontiel.com, what does OrlandoMontiel.com says about real estate? If I'm trying to target a very specific audience, let's say in downtown Miami, and I put OrlandoMontiel.com, how much of an attention that's going to get? But if I put www downtown real estate news, downtown Miami real estate news, or www.downtownmiamirealestate.com, of course, that's going to grasp their attention, right? So it's much easier to get their attention by having a name that appeals to their interest. Got it? So you can have your own domain name as your name redirecting to your site. You should always own your own name domain, orlandomontiel.com. I own that, but if you go to orlandomontiel.com, it's redirecting to a more specific site, all right? So let's continue with that question. Let's say I'm focusing in downtown Miami. So it's downtownmiamirealestate.com. Is it taken? Then Miami, downtownmiamirealestatenews.com. Is it taken? 
all my downtown Miami real estate.com all Miami real estate news.com got it so it has to it has to have the two components component number one it's real estate component number two the area that you work at again it's going to be much easier for you to get their attention when you're doing marketing when you're mentioning real estate and the area where you want to target your clients is got it very 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 important that lowers the cost of advertising and increases also your conversion all right very 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 good question so make sure that you have a domain name that actually redirects to a specific area and number two not only to a specific area but talks about real estate next question right here let me share with you the questions, there we go, share. All right, perfect. Next one, on Friday, October 14th, uh, Amanda asks, where can I find the objections in the lab and how many are there? All right, so very simple. For those of you who have the lab, let me show you right here how, it, how that works. Let me go to the lab uh, right here. You go to start coaching right here. Okay, right here, start coaching. And it's going to show whether you want to do it in Spanish or in English. Of course, we're going to show, choose English right here. And as you can see, you just go down. It says target audience. It's the first module. And you need to do this in order. Before you get to the objections, Amanda, you need to make sure that you do this in order. You first need to pick your target audience. There are, there are very specific instructions on how to pick the target audience. Then of course you need to learn how to do time management, how to manage your time, and then you start developing the offer for that specific audience. Then you'll do your marketing campaign, then you'll select the platform where you're where you're going to do your marketing campaign. Then of course you're going to learn how to have somebody create the website for you. If you know how to do it, do it on your own, right? And then how to create the right email marketing campaign so you can number 8 increase and strengthen the relationship with that database. So the first eight modules are all about generating the lead and strengthening the relationship, positioning yourself as the expert of choice with that lead, all right? So marketing is everything that we do out there, online, offline, to have the opportunity to have that lead on the phone or face-to-face. -face. Again, marketing is everything that we do to have the person on the phone or face-to-face. -face. Now, selling, which is the question you ask, how do I answer the objections and how many are there? Then that's the next following modules, right? Sales skills, how to pre-qualify the person, how to follow up, how to present. Then modules number 13 and 14 are all about the objections, right? So you click in here to answer your question, uh, where are the objections? There are modules 13 and module number 14. And there are only, only eight objections. So you would click in here and then click in here. So very important. Let me stop sharing so you guys can see me. Very important. The objections. There are only eight objections. And if you have questions about the objections, do not hesitate to ask me. There are only eight objections. So objection number one, it's all about what? It's all about the price all right most sellers think that their property is worth way less than actually what the market is willing to pay so you need to learn 
how to answer that objection. That's objection number two. And we explain in that module how to answer that objection. Objection number two, it's all about, it's similar to price, money, but it's also it's about the commission, right? So how do you answer the objection of why would you charge 6%? Then objection number three, it's all about comparison, right? Yes, I like the presentation you made, Orlando, or Amanda, in this case, who asked the, the question, but I, I would like to interview other agents. That's objection number three. Objection number four, it's all about authority, which is I want to consult it with my wife, right? Or my spouse, if you're, you know, you're, uh, of your your husband if you're if you're a woman got it that's objection number four objection number five is actually an escape technique which is uh i love what you said during the presentation amanda but i want to think about it how do you answer that objection number th number six it's all about the need i don't really need to sell i bought this property for four hundred thousand dollars six months ago if they pay me seven hundred thousand dollars i'll sell if not i'll keep the property and we need to determine if that person really needs to sell or not. So we need to make sure that we understand that objection. Then objection number seven, it's all about being satisfied. Well, I don't need a real estate agent. I'm satisfied with what I'm doing. I have a for sale sign in my house. I also have the property listed in the flat fee MLS services, and I have an ad in the paper. How do you answer that? And objection number eight, it's, Compromise. I don't want to compromise myself. You've heard this before, which is bring me a buyer and I will pay you the commission. Those are the eight objections. So you need to make sure that not only you know the objections, but you have developed the skill to answer those objections. It's critical. You've done all the work to select your target audience. You've developed the content for marketing for that target audience, your offer, right? You have development strategy for marketing. You have invested money and time on marketing. You've been able now to generate leads through postcards, news, uh, newspapers, whatever, face, uh, fa uh, Facebook campaigns, Zillow, whatever you're investing on. That's good. That's easy. I've said it before. Generating the lead is fast. It's easy. It's very inexpensive. That's the marketing. Now, you need to do the selling. And the selling, it's all about making sure that not only you pre-qualify, follow up, and make the presentation to your client, but you need to make sure that you know you have the skills. It's not you know that you have the skills to answer those objections. This is where most agents drop the ball. They've done a lot of work, but they have not kept practicing those objections. And again, it's all about practicing those objections, all right? Every single day, I have a question here from Anne Marie. Anne Marie asks, "How many, how many, how many times should we, uh, how many times should we practice the objections?" Very, very important. So, the objections is like a song, right? The more you listen to the objection, the easier it's going. The, the more you're going to uh, to internalize them. So, my suggestion is always practice your objections five to seven minutes per day. Pick. Two objections for one week in, in uh, what is it, maybe what, in four months, you're going to be an expert on the objections. Two per week every day, five to seven minutes. Two per week every day for five to seven minutes. Once you've practiced this enough, now it's not only information. What I just gave you right now, how many objections are there? Now you know there are eight. But if I ask you to mention them, most likely you won't remember. That's only information. You need to practice it so it becomes knowledge. 
and you need to practice it even more so it becomes a skill. So practice the same objections. I recommend practicing two objections, at most three objections per week, every single day, including Saturdays and Sundays until you internalize them. Once you internalize them, immediately, once you hear the, that objection, your mind is going to, you know, get into that rigor and answer. Remember, when was the last time you you tried to sing a song and, and, and you remember, like, after 10 years? Why? Because it's already internalized in your mind because you hear that song, song so, so many times. So, again, very important. Practice those objections. This is where I see most agents dropping the ball. Very, very important question. Okay, next question right here from Marco. Marco says, where can I find, again, Marco, yeah, where can I find the objections? As I said, you can find the objections in module 13 and 14. All right. Uh, might I ask, which marketing campaign would you start first? Postcards, Facebook, which one do you recommend? Well, as I, as I mentioned before, I recommend to get, depending on your budget, might my, my, depending on your budget, I recommend to start with Facebook because it's the fastest, cheapest, and easiest to get started with. Now, again, depending on your budget, got it? But what I want you to do is to pick only one lead generation source. We talk about the five to one formula in coaching, all right? So very important. What is the five to one formula? I'm going to pick one market and I want to become an expert on that market. The more that I focus on that market, the more I'm going to know. Number two, I need to pick one specific product in that market. It's difficult or more difficult to become an expert at single family homes and condominiums and commercial in that area. I want to pick one specific product. Usually residential, it's the easiest one. Then number three, I want to make sure that I dominate, that I truly master one specific way of lead generation. As I said, I suggest Facebook because it's the fastest, it's the cheapest, it's the easiest one. Then I need to have number four, one lead generation, lead conversion tool. Number one should be email marketing and do that mighty for, uh, for one order. So that's the five. Got it? So it's not that... Facebook is better, is that, again, the entry point, it's much, much easier. That's all I'm saying. If you have mastered already Facebook, great. If you if you are generating 10 to 12 leads per day, that's perfect. Now, moving to postcards, and then focus only on postcards. Master postcards first, all right? So I hope that answers your question. Uh, there's another one. Uh, Katarina asks, which module has the listing presentation? Okay, very simple. Let me show you which module has the listing presentation. It's the one. Let me share with you the uh, the screen uh, right here, your entire screen. Let me share with you. If you go to the modules right here, it's right here, module number 12, presenting, right? Before objections. So again, it's in order. If you can see the modules here, Katarina, it's in order. I pick my audience. I develop an offer for my audience. I use that offer to develop my marketing strategy. Then once I have my marketing strategy, I select the platforms where I'm going to use my marketing. Then I need to make sure that before I launch my marketing, I have a website that capture leads that have relevant content that have a trigger so I can increase my database, right? 
once I have that, I want to make sure that I learn how to pre-qualify. Once I receive the leads, I need to make sure that I have a system to follow up, an email marketing automated system that allows me to follow up so I can get, I can get what? Get the presentation, right? And when I go to presentation, I talk about the previous question. Then when I go to the presentation, that's five to seven minutes. I need to, and, I, and then I go immediately into handling objections, all right? It, it goes in order. So very, very, very good question. So let me see. I, I think there's another question right here from uh, Antonio. Antonio says, good morning, Orlando. Thanks for this weekly meeting. My pleasure and mentoring. I have one question. What's the best social media campaign to announce and sell a listing or various listings? Okay, good, good. Very, very important uh, question, Antonio. Uh, I get this question a lot about how can I sell my listings faster? Well, you mentioned uh, social media. You can create a post with the characteristics and the picture of your property and then target the specific three to four zip codes closest to that home, all right? And then you see just typical advertisement, right? Price, the picture, the uh, the characteristics, amenities, if it is a an apartment, etc. And then pay Facebook to run, run that ad specifically on those zip codes. However, however, Please, everybody, the people that are in this call right now, pay very close attention. Advertising listings, and you see most of producers do it. The reason for you to advertise listings, Antonio, is not to sell it. And I know you might not like the answer for this, but the reason we do the advertising for listings is to get more listings, not to sell them. So... Please, very close attention. And if any of you disagree with me, it's fine. Please write your comments on the uh, on the chat. The only thing that it's going to sell your property, it's number one, it's two things. Number one, the right price. The right price. And some people say, no, I have the right price, but it's not selling. If you don't, if if it is not selling, believe me, it's overpriced. No, but it's the lowest price. A property in the in the in the building is the lowest overpriced property in the building. At the end of the day, what's going to sell the property? It's the price. And number two, putting the property in the MLS. So I'm going to go a little bit longer on the explanation of what I said. This. So let's say I want to buy a property in downtown Miami for half a million dollars, two two, and I'm coming from New York, right? And I'm coming specifically to Miami to buy this property, two two, half a million dollars. In, in, in Icon building. Just say it's, it's just a building in downtown Miami. Great. I go to JFK, the airport in New York. I buy Fortune magazine. I buy Forbes magazine, the Financial Times. I buy those three papers. I'm waiting for the plane to leave. I'm outside in the, in the door. I'm reading. And every time I open each of those publications, the inside cover right, has a full-size Ad of of that leasing the two two half a million dollar uh, property in Icon on the thirty second floor. That's exactly what I want, and I want to see that property. I open Forbes magazine and I see a full color ad in that uh, in that uh, publication. I see it the same thing in Fortune. I see the same thing in the Financial Times. I buy the New York Times, and what do I see when I open that? The same listing on the thirty second floor for half a million dollar two two. Well, I'm so excited. I'm going to Miami to see that property. 
I get into Miami Air, um, uh, uh, American Airlines. I open American Way, the magazine. And what do I see when I open the magazine? Again, an ad for that specific property on the 32nd floor for half a million dollar, two, two in Icon, Brickle. Excellent. I land in Miami. I buy the, my, uh, the, uh, the, the Miami Herald before leaving the airport. When I open the newspaper, what do I see? Again, the same property, two, two, half a million dollar in Icon, Brickle. I I'm called the, uh, the driver. The driver is waiting for me at the airport. I get into the car, and the first thing I see, a huge billboard outside uh, MIA, Miami International Airport, that says condominium at, uh, at Icon Brickle, two, two, half a million dollars, 32nd floor. I tell the driver, take me there. I go there. It says open 24-7. I go in the property. I like the property. Antonio, let me ask you a question. After all this marketing that the agent have done for this property, what are the chances of me, even if I like the property, of me putting an offer on that property without looking at comparables? What is the chances of me putting an offer on that property without looking at comparables? What most buyers are going to do? Very simple. They're going to contact a buyer's agent and they're going to ask that agent, show me comparable properties in the half a million dollar range to two in the area, in the building and in the area. So the other properties that were in the MLS, and where's your agent are, is going to find those properties in the MLS. So very simple. The agent, it's going to show them all those properties. And at the end of the day, it's the potential buyer. It's going to see the properties that were, that property that was advertised everywhere and the ones that were just advertised in the MLS. So very, very important, guys. Understand that the only two things that sell your property are the MLS and the price. It doesn't mean that from time to time you'll get lucky and you'll find a buyer through a marketing campaign. But again, the marketing campaign should be focused on getting more sellers leads. Got it? Very good question, Antonia. And that's a lot. Of, uh, thank you so much. Thank you to you. Uh, and Claudia says, I totally agree. So again, guys, it's, it's very simple, but don't get discouraged, Antonio. It's just making sure that when we pay for advertising, what, what happens with most agents and with this again, because it's more than 1030, I just want to make sure that you guys, when you're ready to invest in marketing, you invest in the highest return campaign. Not just because everybody's doing postcards, you should do postcards. Not because everybody's posting on Facebook, you should post on Facebook. Understand that most people that are doing this don't know what they're doing. So when you have the money to invest on marketing before investing on that, really take the time to analyze exactly what is it that you want to accomplish and what is the tool that is going to get you there the fastest, the cheapest, and the easiest way. Got it? So with this, again, it's more than 1030. Make sure you post your questions in the forum. And until next week, make it a very, very productive day. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.